Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Gaming, a weekly gaming podcast. My name is Miles Large. And I'm Eric. And today we're going to talk about the worst games we've ever played. Okay, so before we get into the main topic of the show... Uh, we're going to add a new segment to the show where we talk about games we've kind of played for the, the past week between episodes. And uh, the game I've most been playing, which I talked about on our previous episode, was uh, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. I'm on chapter 16, been playing it for 38 hours around-ish, 39, yeah. something like that. Uh, there's 20 chapters in the game, so I'm almost done. But I, I think these last four chapters are going to take longer than than the first, like, ten, probably. Uh-huh. I've been kind of slowing down on it. It's getting a little bit harder, so that's part of the problem. And I don't know. I've been kind of playing other stuff, too. Yeah. But, yeah, that's mostly what I've been playing, though. All right. That's cool. I haven't really been playing too much recently, but I have been uh, trying to replay Bayonetta. I got it over winter break, and it's really fun. It's become one of my favorite games. It's a really awesome just hack and slash game, so if you haven't played Bayonetta, go do that. And you're playing this on the PS3? Yeah, graphically uh, inferior inferior version. The Xbox 360 version is the better version of the game. Also the Wii U one. Yes. Now we're going to talk about some of the worst games we've ever played. Would you like to start? Sure. The first game on my list, I usually call it the best worst game I've ever played. Yeah. And I think it's pretty accurate. Mm Mm-hmm. Even though I do consider it pretty bad in a lot of regards, I still actually really love the game, and that is Deadly Premonition, mm-hmm. which came out on PS3, Xbox 360, and PC. I think the PC port's pretty bad. Yeah. I think there's some mods you can add to it to, to help it, which is cool, but pretty sure the PC port's pretty bad. Interesting. But pretty much most things about this game is pretty off between the graphics like, it looks like a PS2 game most of the time. Yeah, that's right. The tree textures are flat. <laughs> Just flat. It looks like it's from Paper Mario. Yeah. The sound design is terrible. Whoever <laughs> mixed the audio in this game should have been fired. And I almost hope they were. But it's such a good game, I almost hope they weren't. Yeah. But it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Music's blaring over people talking. The one sound that's abnormally louder than everything else is when you swipe a key card in the hospital and it just makes this oh that's right ear piercing yeah, beep i remember that and now. nothing else comes close to being that loud in the game yeah it makes no sense the mouth flaps don't match yeah what they're right. saying most of the time the music's good it's just it loud. drowns out yeah it's just so loud and it drowns out what they're saying yeah the gameplay it's not bad like there's nothing too offensive i can think about it Although I did play the PS3 version, which was like kind of a director's cut-ish version mm-hmm. of the Xbox 360 version. And so I think they did fix something about the gameplay, but I'm not sure exactly what. So maybe that's why I think it's not terrible. But it's pretty much someone watched someone play Resident Evil 4 and was like, I can make this. <laughs> but they didn't actually play it, so they don't know what actually makes it a good shooter. Yeah. And so it just it doesn't work. Enemy design is pretty basic. Yeah. I think there's like three different enemy types in the game that I can think of off the top of my head. The last boss is really cool, actually. But it's pretty, pretty bad in most technical aspects. But the story, if you ever watched Twin Peaks, 
Uh, you'll definitely like the story in this game. It, I don't want to say it copies it because it does deviate pretty heavily, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of similar elements. Small town in like the Oregon area, you know, green pines everywhere. Yeah, like a northwest mystery. Yeah, north northwest. Thank you. But yeah, murder, you know, yeah. thing going on, wacky, weird agent who talks to himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the story's really good. You should definitely play it. It's cheap, so <laughs> you're not going to, you know, be spending $60 on a game that doesn't run well. Yeah. But yeah, despite all that, I actually still really like the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've watched Eric play this game. I haven't played it, but I've watched him play the whole thing. I definitely just have to agree with everything he said, especially the uh, sound design. It's probably the most awful thing about, well... Uh, maybe I shouldn't say it's the most awful thing because there are definitely other things that are more awful in the game. But however, it's it's pretty bad. But it's it still has this like charm to it that makes it worthwhile playing. So definitely, you can check that game out for sure. Also, kind of has a mechanic like Majora's Mask, mm-hmm. where depending on what time of day it is, the uh, townspeople will be doing different things, and that's actually pretty cool. And I think uh, it's actually probably the best thing about the game. <laughs> Mm-hmm. is there's different things to do and the side quests rely on you going to people's houses at you know midnight when they're not at work or whatever and you yeah. can follow people around and see what they do during the day it's kind of cool that's interesting but. all right so i have the first game on my list is a, a game called cubics robots for everyone showdown it is a game that came out on the ps2 and possibly the gamecube i can't really remember but it's based off of this like show that was made in south korea i believe but then dubbed in canada called cubics which is like basically it's a show about robots and it was a four kids thing wasn't it yeah so it's a show about robots and then the robots like go around helping people and you know stuff like that but then there's like this evil guy who you know the stereotypical like evil guy who tries to take over the robots or whatever and anyway so this game had come out whatever when i was young i'd heard about it and i was like you know i wanted this game for my birthday or whatever and so my mom got it for me, and I played it. Thinking back to it, you know, it was, it, when I was playing it as a kid, you know, it was a hard game, but eventually I beat it. But when I um, think about it now, like, revisit it, I just have to say it's probably, like, the worst game ever. Pro- probably not the worst game ever, but it was definitely really bad. The game is basically divided divided into two parts, the robot battles and the, um, you're roaming around the, like, overworld kind of thing. The roaming around the overworld uh, wasn't that great. Sometimes you run into mechanics in the game that just blocks your path, and it's really hard to um, overcome these obstacles. Overall, the overworld gameplay isn't really that great. You can get hurt in the overworld, and uh, you can get a game over in the overworld, which is kind of ridiculous, but all to his own. So you're talking about, like, this is just an example, probably not in the game, but, like, spikes or something? That, yeah. That, like, if you don't jump over, it hurts you? Yeah, some, stuff like about. that, or, like, gaps. Something falling. To, something falling, yeah, things like that. It's okay. just kind of, you know, little annoying, like, quirks. The robot gameplay, or the robot battle gameplay, is just the most terrible thing in the world. It's all luck. Were these random battles? Mm. Was this like an RPG or what? I don't think so. No, I think you got to see them on your map. So, like, you had to battle a certain number... You had to battle all the robots in the area to get to the, like, the boss of the area, and then you beat the boss. But all the battles are basically... They're just total luck, because... um, how it works is you have a wheel in the middle of the screen, like a targeting wheel, so so to speak. There's a uh, like a needle that spins around the wheel, and there are two different colors on the wheel, and you're supposed to get your color. And if you get if it lands on your color, then you get to attack. And if it lands on the opponent's color, then they get to attack. But then, if you attack, you can go again. However, the 
colors get smaller and sometimes the opponents can use like certain things that can uh, like the wheel will be turning at the same time as the needle and like things like that so like That's it's terrible. all really it's all really just luck and then the the spinner doesn't really like when it stops is kind of like a mystery because uh-huh. it kind of it doesn't really have a specific set you can't rotation. time it you can't time it exactly yeah and so it's just kind of like it's like i said it's just all luck i'm surprised as my like 10 year old self how he got through the game because i don't know if i'd be able to do it today it, it was pretty bad it sounds terrible i've never played this game i've never seen this game i've heard you talk about it yeah however i did play the ps1 racing game oh, rubik's yeah. cubics cubics sorry <laughs> cubics okay. i was thinking rubik's cube yeah and then i don't remember that being very good either but yeah well (laughs) (laughs) all right the next game on my list is we music i have also played this game now it's it's a game that's fun to just mess around in exactly yeah because you can just you play as a me yeah you know you're me or i guess other me's Mm -hmm. you pick an instrument Mm-hmm. You just waggle the Wiimote and the nunchuck, and it makes yeah. sounds. And you make you, you pick play, a you pick a song and pick a song, you, which you is like a Nintendo it. song or like a popular, yeah. like you know, music. And there's no fail state. Yeah, like you think, okay, it's a rhythm game. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. Yeah. There's no button prompts. Now, if you click minus, a little sheet music thing mm-hmm. will appear with when to hit the notes. Yeah, that's right. But you don't need to do it. Yeah. It's just there to actually, like, follow the song. Mm-hmm. Pick an instrument, pick a song. You can just sit there and just waggle the Wiimote and nunchuck back and forth, back and forth, yeah. back and forth. You know, it's not really, like, a game. Yeah, definitely. I, I honestly wouldn't consider it a game. Mm-hmm. It's an yeah. interactive video instrument. Yeah, that's true. This is, like, you want to be a musician, but you have absolutely no money to buy an instrument, so you buy this $60 <laughs> Wii music game. <laughs> yeah. Was it sixty dollars when it came out? Probably. That's the worst. Probably. Uh, Probably still sixty dollars, just because Nintendo games are ridiculously overpriced. Yeah. Well, not all Nintendo games, but yeah, Wii games that should not keep their value have Brawl, kept their value. Yeah, Brawl is still thirty dollars. Yes, that is unnecessary. Yeah. Not that I guess you would really need to buy Brawl yeah. after the new ones out, but so like I barely consider it a game. That's true. Okay, I might get a lot of flack for this, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, come out with it anyways. I have this game called uh, Suicoden 5. Many people probably heard of this game and the series, but I had heard nothing of it. And uh, my cousin gave me this game a long time ago, and I just got around to playing it. And, You've um, told me about this game since we met, which yeah. was like five, six years ago. Yeah, like I've had this game for like a really long time, and I've never played it. Just because, like, I don't know, I never, like, I, I look at the case and I was like, eh, I'm never, not really going to be into this kind of thing. But eventually I uh, I got around to picking it up, and it's it's a JRPG. That's that's the best way to, you know. Yeah. That's what it is. I wouldn't say it's the worst game I've ever played, definitely not. But it has a couple qualities to it where I was just, I was when I was sitting there and playing it, I was kind of like, wow, like, this game kind of sucks. The lo- First of all, the loading screens are, like, terrible. Like, absolute garbage. This is a PS2 game. This is a PS2 game, yeah. Sorry, I guess I should say that. Um, The loading screens are absolute garbage. They're everywhere around every corner. Anything, Anytime you do something, there's a loading screen. Anytime you go to a new area, there's a loading screen. You walk into a building, there's a loading screen. So that really sucks. Uh, The graphics, although it's PS2, they still aren't, like, great. I would say, like, they're halfway between PS1 and PS2, kind of. I don't know. Maybe I'm stretching it, but... 
the graphics aren't like incredible navigating the map is a nightmare because there is no map and you're just expected to know where to go and the overworlds are giant and it's not really like the game doesn't really give you a sense of where to go or direction or anything for the first level i was sitting there running around the whole town confused as to where i was supposed to go and i walked into like i'm pretty sure i walked into like every building i walked everywhere and i and eventually i got to where i was supposed to go but then after that you have to go somewhere else and then after that i had to walk through every building again to figure out where i was supposed to go and so it has a lot of that i can tell you don't play many jrpgs yeah <laughs> So maybe that's my fault. But, it's a staple um, of the genre. Yeah, maybe that's like, you know, whatever. Especially JRPGs like that one. Yeah. I've never played it, so I don't know. But yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm just saying. I, should, I feel like a game should have like a sense of direction, though, you know. Oh, no, definitely. But I, I, I was wandering around. Most of my playtime was me wandering around trying to figure out where these things were. Once again, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. The battles in the game are kind of weird, too. The way they're triggered is the game kind of freezes for a second. And then the screen flashes white and the battle happens. The battle mechanic isn't terrible. It's it's pretty decent, honestly. But I just remember the first time like I, I entered a battle, I was confused as to what was going on because the game, I thought the game froze for a second. And I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, I'm going to have to reset this. And then the screen like slowly like flashes white. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then eventually the battle appears. And I'm like, oh, okay, I got used to that. It's not really a big thing. <laughs> It's it's I I know it's definitely a JRPG thing like the random battles, but yeah. it's just, it just kind of surprised me because I really thought the game had froze for a second. Yeah, I don't blame you. Now, similar to probably getting flack for that, mm-hmm. I'll probably get flack for the next game. Okay, which is the first Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Now I heard a bunch of good things about Assassin's Creed, mainly from one of our f- mutual friends. Yeah, that's right. But you know, internet mostly at the time when I played this one loved Assassin's Creed. So, you know, and it seemed cool. Mm. So I decided, all right, I'll check the first one out. So mind-numbingly boring. <laughs> I didn't get that far into it. Yeah. Didn't care about the story, so that didn't interest me at all. The parkouring, mm-hmm. so the platforming, I guess. Yeah. Mostly auto does stuff for you. Yeah, that's right. Like, not completely. Like, it's not like... You know, just hold forward to next, and he does everything. Mm -hmm. It's not really platforming. Mm -hmm. Like, this is no Mirror's Edge parkour. Yeah. This is like, press two buttons, and you do cool shit. Yeah. So you go to different towns, Mm -hmm. and you're trying to kill a certain, assassinate a certain person. Yeah. I don't remember the backstory behind this. You're an assassin. Yeah. You're there to kill certain people. Before you do that, in each town, you got to get to the top part, Mm -hmm. survey the area, yeah. And then you have an option between, I think, four different, like, side quests to do. Mm-hmm. And then I think you only have to do two or three of them, maybe. And then you can, then you figure out where the guy you need to assassinate is, and then you go chase him down and kill him. Okay. And the first time you do it, it's like, all right, eh, it was okay. Yeah. And then you go to the next town, and then you realize you got to go to the top, survey the area, and then you get a choice of four side quests, which are the same side quests, yeah. I might add. That's <laughs> a different town, but it's the same four side quests. All right. I don't even remember what all of them were. I remember one, you have to sit on a bench and just eavesdrop on a conversation. Another mm-hmm. one, I think you follow a guy. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the other two are. Yeah. Maybe killing a guy or something. And then you figure out who the guy you need to assassinate is. And you go, you, assass- you run him down and assassinate him. Then you go to the next town, and <laughs> you go to the very tallest part. And by the third town, I was just like, nope. <laughs> this is boring. Yeah. I'm not having fun doing this. Mm-hmm. So I hear the second game's better. 
Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where, like, maybe it is, but the first game left such a bad taste in my mouth. I don't even want to. Yeah, definitely. Go next. Go to the second one. So, mm-hmm. oh well. I haven't played Assassin's Creed. Well, I lied. I played a little bit of three, and a little bit of four. And I've I've seen a lot of gameplay of the third and fourth ones just because um, I have a friend who plays the third one and I my brother plays the fourth one. I I didn't seem too interested in the game. I guess something was keeping me sitting there on the couch watching them play. It seemed kind of interesting, but I I haven't picked up the games, so maybe maybe not interesting enough for me to go out and play them. Oh, also the sword combat was it wasn't bad, mm-hmm. but it wasn't good. Yeah. The fourth game actually interests me just because you're a pirate and you get to go on a ship. If Instead of making an Assassin's Creed game, they just made you're a pirate game <laughs> and you just do the ship parts, I would probably buy it. Yeah. Because it looks cool. Yeah, it does look pretty cool. The ship parts in Assassin's Creed 4 are pretty cool, honestly. Okay, so my next game is a, a Game Boy game that came out in like, I think, it, I guess it came out in 2002 because the game's called uh, NASCAR 2002 Heat or NASCAR Heat 2002. I don't remember exactly the title. Oh, it probably came out in 2001 then. Don't they do like oh, they the might. next year They might. for that year? Isn't that how sports games work? Oh, yeah, you might be right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't play sports games. I don't play sports games either, so I'm not sure. But So NASCAR 2002 Heat. This game also came out on the PS2 and like that generation of consoles. I don't know if it came out for the GameCube. Or I think it came out for the GameCube. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know if it came out for Xbox, though. The game, the gameplay, on um, just as all like games that get ported to all the systems the gameplay is a lot different from ps2 to game boy i didn't own the ps2 version so i can't really say but i know it was a lot different because the because the one on the ps2 was your like stereotypical racing third person racing game where you know you or maybe you can change the view but it's a racing game however the one on the game boy has this overhead view which is quite possibly the most annoying thing on the planet Straight overhead. Yeah, just straight overhead, and not so... and and like it doesn't rotate. The camera doesn't rotate with you, mm-hmm. so it's just like a overhead thing of the track. I mean, it and it fo- well the camera's zoomed in on the track and it follows you. Yeah, and you get like prompts when to like turn and what the turns look like and stuff like that. But it's just just it's the most annoying thing. And I remember getting this as a kid. This is another game I got as a kid. Like you know when you get the games and you ask your parents to get the games and you don't know what a good game is, so you just you know get whatever you get the IPs that you know. And so I like cars and racing, so I got NASCAR. Playing the game as a kid, like it was absolutely like the worst thing ever because I I couldn't play it. I could never. Uh, I think the the game starts you out in last place. And when you start off in yeah. racing or whatever, but I, I could never, I could never beat it, ever. Well, eventually, and this this took a lot of practice and a lot of time, but eventually, I got good enough at the game where I could get in first all the time, and that was cool. But then, like after like the like week of that, I never touched the game ever again. You realized since... it was not worth your time. Yeah, exactly. So it, was, it just wasn't really worth it. It wasn't really a fun game either. All right, my next game came out. I don't know, a year ago? Yeah. Two years ago? year and a half. I don't know. Something like that. year and a half sounds right. Related to a game I talked about before we started this segment. Yeah. Digimon All-Star Rumble, mm-hmm. which is a fighting game with Digimon. Yeah. I, I've played this, too, with Eric. More set up like the Naruto fighting games. Yeah. Or kind of like Smash Brothers, but instead of just left and right, you can left, right, forward, and back. Mm-hmm. It's pretty bad. Yeah. I had fun when you, me, and your brother played it. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's just because it's 
most things are fun when you have you know multiple yeah, people exactly. people playing it. But one on one and story mode and playing against computers just versus mm-hmm. complete garbage. Yeah, this was completely made in from when they announced it probably to when it came out. So like eight months. Mm. I had a budget of probably nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it didn't even come out in Japan. Like, this was like a Western-made game mm-hmm. for a series that is a Japanese series. A Japanese series, yeah. I guess it sold enough because they localized Cyber Sleuth, mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah. So I'm not disappointed in my purchase of the <laughs> game. However, it's really bad. The story mode starts off mind-numbingly simple. You can probably be blindfolded and get through the first, like, two or three areas. And then it gets freaking hard because oh. it puts you in this not like the normal battle system, but you're kind of running around a really linear kind of overworld level type system. It's really freaking hard. Mm-hmm. Enemies take too many hits and they kill you in like two or three. The last level, I only beat the story mode once. And there's incentives to beat it with multiple characters because when you beat it with a character, you unlock a different final digivolution for them. Mm-hmm. But I only did it for one because that last level is ridiculous. It's basically like a platform. You fight some guys. You take a little walkway. Same platform that's tiny. Then there's like two big super strong guys that will both kill you in two hits. Mm -hmm. Then you fight them and you go to another platform and you fight three of them. You go to the next platform and you fight a different really hard guy that has like a laser that kills you really fast. And you do that like three or four times. And then you finally get to the last boss. And luckily, there's a checkpoint at that point. Mm-hmm. So if you die, you can just keep fighting the last boss instead of having to go through all that bullshit. Yeah. But, so story mode's not fun. The fighting is mediocre. Yeah. The combo system is pretty much not there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a little bit of combos. But when you knock someone down, they do the you know flashing so you can't hurt them. But they do it for way too long. So it's basically hit them three times, they fall down, and you can't do anything. you got to wait for them to get up and then as they get up they knock you back mm. as opposed to you know smash bros you're basically never invulnerable unless mm-hmm. you just die and came back yeah other than that you know i knock you down if you don't do anything i can run up and kick you yeah and you're off the edge and you die mm-hmm. now this game has health so it's not exactly the same you know concept but i hit you two or three times then i have to wait like five seconds a good five seconds before i can start hitting you yeah again. yeah it's pretty bad the levels are pretty bland, or the, the stages, I guess, not levels. Mm-hmm. Stages are, they're not terrible, I guess, but they're pretty uninspired. Yeah. Then there's items, but they mostly all work the same and pretty boring. And then the character balance is just terrible. Mm-hmm. One character, there's like two or three characters that just destroy the rest. Yeah. You probably won't win. Yeah. Pretty bad. Like we said, I played this game with Eric and my brother. It was fun when us three were playing. But I could definitely tell, like, on if you're playing this by yourself, like, it doesn't really seem... The, the gameplay doesn't merit enough playtime. After a while, playing the game just won't seem fun anymore. It just, it's just, like, you know, it's not dynamic. You've or, seen you know, all there is to see. Yeah, so it's not, like, it doesn't really have a lot going for it in that regard. So I didn't play the story mode, but from my experience of the game, playing it with friends, it was fun, but... I can definitely see it would get very stale fast. Yes. If the newest game hadn't been localized, I would tell you to still go out and buy it if you like Digimon. But since the newest game is localized and we don't need to show Bandai Namco that like, hey, we want Digimon games, don't buy it. Waste waste your money, even at like $5. Don't do it. (laughs) Okay. One of the hardest games I've ever played 
believe it or not, is the SpongeBob game for the Game Boy Advance. It's it's not easy. It's not even medium. It's it's all hard. It's just and it's the worst thing too. I don't remember exactly a lot about it. Um, I've lost the cartridge somewhere in my house. I don't know where it is. This is a platformer. Yeah, it's a platformer. That's right. But just everything about it was difficult. And it wasn't fun getting through it, I remember. After I'd beaten a level, I was like, how much time have I wasted playing this game? And and for what? I'm like, not, I don't feel rewarded when I beat a level in this game. I remember eventually I got stuck on, like, the lava world. That was impossible. And I never beat it. It also had this password system that was really annoying. I, uh, I hate password systems. And if there's anything good that modern games have given us, it's not having to use those. Exactly. We have save points and um, checkpoints. I don't think I've ever played a game that had a password system that I beat because I would lose the freaking password. Exactly. Yeah. You'd always have to write them down, oh and my you God. know, and and as a kid, you never like you just want to play the game. You don't want to have to like get up, go find paper, pencil. You know, write this down. You're gonna have to save this paper. It'll get lost within like the hour. The mm-hmm. first Game Boy Advance game I had was a Power Rangers game. Mm-hmm. And it was probably garbage, but as a kid, you know, I loved yeah. Power Rangers, so it was great. Yeah. But it had a password system, and I didn't understand how the password system worked. So I'm pretty sure I restarted that game every time I played it. Yeah, definitely. Same with the SpongeBob game. Never never really got past the uh, Lava World. I don't know exactly what it's called, but never got past it. Never beat it. Also, I played a SpongeBob game on the Game Boy Color and that was garbage, as, as I recall, too. Mm-hmm. It was also a platformer. Really hard. One of those games where you have, like, three lives and you lose them all and you start over. Yeah, exactly. I remember always getting stuck in the Goo Lagoon. But the the textures, <laughs> the sprites, I guess, more not textures, the mm-hmm. sprites that they used for the goo was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. It hurt my eyes. Oh, man. But I don't remember much from it yeah. other than that. Other than constantly yeah. falling in the goo. And you could, like, continuously jump, and you could kind of get out of it for a little bit, but you would sink and then die. Yeah. That's worse. Yeah, if you want a good SpongeBob game, play Battle for Bikini Bottom, which was for GameCube, PlayStation 2, and probably Xbox. Mm -hmm. There's also a PC version of it, but it was completely different than the console version, so don't play that. Well, you might. It might be good. I don't know. But for what I'm talking about, don't play the PC version. All right. So now... The last game on my list, which I can safely say is the worst game I've ever played, <laughs> Drakengard 1, which is a PS2 game. There is nothing good about this game except the soundtrack and maybe the endings, like the story bits of the endings. Yeah. They are kind of interesting. And there's like four or five different endings. And they're kind of interesting just because they're so crazy and like WTF. Yeah. The story up until that point is generic, boring, don't care about the characters at all, mm-hmm. don't care about anything. The gameplay is atrocious. They took Dynasty Warriors, they made it worse. That is true. Which is saying something, because not that Dynasty Warriors, I don't think Dynasty Warriors is, is, has terrible gameplay, but you know, it's pretty, re- it gets repetitive after a while, yeah. you know, but decently made at least. Mm-hmm. This game's, no. There's four or five enemy types. Things hit way too hard than they need to. There's no health or potions. The way you get health is by doing a certain amount of combos, which is actually kind of cool, but it's stuck in a really shitty game, so it doesn't work well. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can't control the camera with the right stick. It just kind of moves it a little bit. 
you have to like click L1 to guard, mm -hmm. which will then flip the camera behind you. So kind of yeah, like Zelda. I remember that. Except it works better in Zelda because you're using it to lock on. The the graphics are all right, actually. They're not terrible for a PS2 game. But the voice acting doesn't match. The mouth flaps most of the time. There's way too many weapons in the game. I think there's like 60 weapons. <laughs> and probably most of them you'll never even find if you were to just play the game because they require some asinine, stupid unlock things where it's like, oh, go in the castle, kill everyone, leave the castle, go to where you started in the very beginning of the level, stand there for like a minute, and a chest appears. That's completely <laughs> random. I'm pretty sure that's not in the game. But okay. just stupid things like that where it's yeah. just like, oh, kill this one guy on the very left side of the map <laughs> that you don't need to go kill. There's thousands of enemies on the map, and if you probably try and kill every enemy in every level, you'll probably run out of time. Every level's timed. It doesn't really affect it because it gives you an hour. Yeah. But it's so unnecessary. You have a magic attack, which they're all right, I guess. The weapon varieties, different. There's like six different types of weapons. Only reason to change a weapon really is to hit stronger. Mm -hmm. You know, nothing that amazing. Oh, uh, the dodge is garbage. Yeah. It's just garbage. Thinking about it, just. Uh, <laughs> I played way too much of that game. Yeah. <laughs> I played way too much of that game. That's, that's the worst thing. It has a cool last boss. Oh, that's yeah. another thing I'll give it. It has a cool last boss, even though it doesn't fit the game at all. Mm -hmm. Gameplay wise, it's actually kind of cool. Yeah, I had watched Eric play this game a little bit. I watched the beginning of the game. It didn't look fun. It was basically Dynasty Warriors, but even more repetitive. If you can like make Dynasty Warriors even more repetitive than it already is, the flying segments were looked terrible. Yes, I forgot to mention the flying segments, and it's pretty bad. The controls are clunky and weird. You have to hold like three different buttons to lock on and then turn around and. Shooting's terrible, and there's bosses that you have to fight while you're on, on the dragon flying, and it doesn't work. And there's a part with these clunky controls, we have to go inside of like a fortress and like destroy all these um, cannons and stuff. Yeah, you got to turn around constantly every like two seconds, and it's just it's a mess. Yeah, it's a mess. A mess would be a perfect way to describe it, definitely. But the controls are really wonky, and same with the uh, flying, and the voice acting wasn't that great. As Eric said before, the voices, the ADR was bad. It didn't match up. The music, I don't remember the music that well, but you said it was good, and I trust your judgment. Definitely. You don't really notice in the beginning, but once you get about, I think it was the third level, oh, where okay. I first noticed the music, and part of that, I, I still think the music is good, but part of that is because you're so tired and angry at everything else in the game mm -hmm. that you notice the music. Just yeah. because everything else is so shitty <laughs> that there's nothing else to do but just sit and appreciate the music. Yeah, definitely. All right, and that concludes our show for today. Thank you for watching. As always, you can subscribe to the RSS feed on iTunes, or you can subscribe to youtube.com slash milesarchtv. Oh, and check us out on Twitter at LTG Podcast. Yes, we have a Twitter. Thank you. <laughs>